to the JEPK show. My name is Janae, and I will be doing Toxic Relationships. Hey, guys, it's Peyton, and I'm doing Toxic Relationships as well. Hey, guys, it's Ian. We're going to be reviewing Poverty. Hey, guys, it's Kayla, and we're going to be talking about why Black Lives Matter. And this is the JEPK show. Happiness. They both aren't good for each other. 
but they are using you because they're using your channel. Um, and then I stole an article by Dutremain, and he said, You may feel bad for doing things on your own time because you feel like you have to attend your partner all the time, she says. Uh, you cross the line when you're not your individual self anymore and you're giving everything to your partner. And I thought that was kind of toxic because the signs of toxic is not being yourself anymore and you gave your whole self to your partner and that and now you're like trapped and you have no idea who you are anymore. And this connects to Bessie because uh, she was trapped in Bigger's plan because she gave him she gave everything up for him and she sees how it's not fair to her because she doesn't want to be an accomplice to Bigger's murder murders yet she has no choice because she's stuck and she ends up dead for it hello this is Ian Ireland and today we're going to be talking about poverty now I've done some research and I found a few articles but before we get into all that I just want to say that no matter what situation you're born into I believe that your mindset can change your situation. And along those lines, I also feel like the situation that you're born to, born into can also affect your mindset and how your outlook on life is. So we'll be going over a few of those things today. So right off the bat, starting with evidence from Native Son, um, when you first read the book, you noticed that Bigger's mom says, turn your head so I can dress. So right after reading that, you're going, hmm, like I wonder why they had to turn their heads. Like why couldn't she just go somewhere else? And then a few more lines down, you realize that they're living in a one-room space and that there's four of them. So that's the first example of poverty that I have that we're going to go over. Here's where the mental aspect plays in. Now, later on in the story, you learn that their beds are made of iron. And eventually, Bigger's mother gets fed up, and she says to him that, she says this, she says, we wouldn't have to live in a garbage dump if you had any manhood in you. This is on right page eight. Now, I don't think that what was said was actually meant to do any harm, but... It is shown that his mom is stressed and fed up with living so poorly. This is where the mental aspect plays in. You can tell that she's kind of tired. Okay, so we're going to jump down to some evidence that I found in an article written by Kayla Matthews, which states that another characteristic associated with the poverty mindset is the belief that the way things are now is how they'll remain. Now, this plays into Bigger's mom, who says that we can live in one room just like we are living now, even with you gone. Now, despite the fact that she's being kind of mean to Bigger, you can realize that she's not really making an active effort to change her situation. Like, yeah, she is fed up with it, and yeah, she's tired of everything. But she, she even says, like, notice with Bigger being gone, she still doesn't have a problem with three people in a one-space environment. And that plays back into the article by Kayla Matthews that I just referenced, which is saying that poor people tend to have a mindset that things don't change. Another point that Kayla's article makes is that someone with a poverty mindset sees a surplus in resources as an opportunity for increased consumption, and they often center their efforts on making immediate positive changes. So basically what she's saying is that someone with a poor mindset or a mindset of someone in poverty is basically just living in the moment, which pretty much I think what Bigger and his gang is doing. They're just living in the moment. So like that's why they do things like plan to rob someone or like, they can pretty much just like scrape by because they don't think that they're ever going to have some change under them or some money under them. So like this is why they act freely and like figure those things like masturbate at the movie theater and also being being in the same situation 
as people around him gives him a sense of importance or belonging, which I also think that poor people strive for. Hi, my name is Kayla Hamer. In this part of the segment, we're going to be talking about Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter is a movement that started in July of 2013, beginning with the hashtag Black Lives Matter after the tragic death of African-American teen Trayvon Martin. In this segment of the podcast, I will be talking about how this movement relates to the book Native Son by Richard Wright. In the book Native Son by Richard Wright, uh, Richard Wright says, and I quote, what would prison mean to Bear Thompson? It holds advantages for him that a life of freedom never had. To send him to prison would be more than an act of mercy. It would be, for the first time, conferring life upon him. Richard Wright also says another quote, saying, You're scared because he's a white man. Nah, but Blum keeps a gun. Suppose he beats us to it. Ah, you scared that all. That's all. A white man and you scared. The first quote is off of page 404, and the second quote is off of page 355. In these quotes, basically, Richard Wright is insinuating, basically mainly in the first quote, that bigger is better off in prison than actually facing the harsh realities and racial injustices in the world, while in the second quote, he states how bigger, as well as many other African Americans, are more scared of the white man because they come off as people of power. This is also talked about in an article where it's also stated outside the book native son one of the most damning features of the u.s um, criminal justice system is its vast racial in, in uh, inequality Pe black people in this country are in prison at more than five times the rate of whites one in ten black children has a parent behind bars compared with one in 60 white kids, according to the Stanford Center of Poverty and AMP. Inequality, the crisis has persisted for so long that it has nearly became accepted as a social norm. In Native Son, toxic relationships, poverty, and the Black Lives Matter movement play a strong role throughout the book because Bigger and the Black community both show these struggles. Each struggle represents the life of what minorities face every day. Richard Wright places these struggles to show awareness to the world. Our call to action is going to spread more awareness to the struggles that the people face every day. The only way that we can make our world a better place is by spreading the peace and helping the communities together. We must understand the struggles and make a change. This generation can change the world through their experiences and by being leaders. We can make a difference. Okay, guys, y'all be easy now. Remember to never be in toxic relationships. Just leave the person and always find, always try to find a way out of the bad environments like poverty and be aware of Black Lives Matter. Always and forever.